With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lord, we thank you for allowing us again into your presence. We thank you, Lord, for these times you've brought us to because, Lord, they are great and mighty. If we will hear you, you've got mighty things planned because this is the time of the appointed time of the Father that you are to take over dominion on the earth and for the first time, be the one that's appointed king. As it says very clearly in Daniel 9.24, this is the time where we must do that. Daniel was praying for the time when his people would receive the kingdom and finally hear you and be obedient. And you've promised in Ezekiel 36.35, you'll bring out a remnant. We have been studying, Lord, your blessings on the 12 tribes in both Genesis um, 49 and Deuteronomy 33, the one spoken by Jacob. And dear Lord, you, uh, all that was recorded by the way of the Spirit. So it was absolutely true. It's just it's not able to be understood until we come to the knowledge of your words. And dear Lord, we're at this time, and I want to talk tonight again what we talked about last night, a very important scripture because people do not understand the fullness of it, and I didn't do a good enough job, I'm sure, in explaining it, but I, so I'd like to continue tonight to try to clarify some of the things, dear Lord, that I've left out. And dear Lord, maybe make them more clear to the people, and maybe, dear Lord, if it be your will, we pray that you'll cause your spirit to move upon the people and stir them to understand the greatness of what your scriptures are saying and what I'm trying to make known. Well, your scriptures don't lie. Your scriptures are absolutely true and they are misunderstood. Lord, we've talked about the fact of the words of God that you were sent into the world to bear witness to as you testified before Pilate in John 18, 37. And the people of the world do not understand that it's a law that we must receive the words of God. The Father said that when he makes known his words in Deuteronomy 18, 18, 19, when he sends you forth to do this, that they are required to hear. And dear Lord, he did not change his ways. And it's very clear in Revelation 5, chapter 5, and also in Revelation 6, verse 1 and 2, that the very first thing the Father does is he gives you the scroll with words written on it. These are words of God. See, there were scrolls written on inside and outside. It's like the words are blessings and cursings. If the people will not receive it, then they're going to be left out from, from the Father. And they'll receive the curses. But if they will receive your words and believe upon the Father, they will get the blessings and the rewards of those great promises of God that the words unlock. We should know this, but we do not know this. And dear Lord, you said very clearly in Luke 21, 34 to um, 34 to 36, that all the people in the world would be caught in a snare at this time. And Lord, I would like to point out tonight that you are very clearly not just going out trying to save the people of Israel because they rejected the word, 
You're going to cause a remnant to come out to uphold your word that you gave to David. But dear Lord, you make it very clear in, in Ezekiel 36 that your people, Israel, has profaned your word in every place they've went. And they are caught in a snare at this time and they think they are perfect. Like the Gentile church thinks they're perfect. The Gentile church believes they're just going to be lifted out of here and they have no work to do. There's nothing like that in the Bible. Lord, they are deceived and and been falsely taught. And Lord, you, you wouldn't have said what you said in Luke 21, 34 to 36, that the people would be all caught in a snare if you did not meet it. You do not lie. You are their king. And dear Lord, they've been falsely misrepresenting the scriptures for hundreds of years. And dear Lord, I'd like to point out the very basic foundation of your law to them tonight. As you say very clearly, dear Lord, when you were praying to the Father before your crucifixion in John seventeen seventeen, you said to the Father, you asked him to make sure that the people of this day are caused to be set apart from the world by truth. And the Father is doing all he can do to cause the people to do that. You said in John seventeen seventeen that his words are the truth. And you tell in John eighteen thirty seven in your trial before for Pilate, the Roman government, that you were sent into the world as king, but they rejected you as king, so your kingdom was not of the world at that time because the people of Israel, the lost sheep of Israel who you were sent to, rejected you as the Messiah. You very clearly said you came to them as a Messiah. I've heard people proclaim that you didn't come to as a Messiah. You proclaim it openly, clearly, constantly, and they will not receive it. And the only person who can come in that claim is you. In two ways, you proved it. First, you spoke the words of God, and they rejected those words and would not receive it until the disciples received it after the cross. They walked with you for three and a half years, 42 months, did not get it. But Lord, you did cause them to understand it. After the cross, you came back, Luke 24, 44, and 45. Makes it clear that you said after you'd caused them to receive the Spirit, and they received it. When you called them to receive the Spirit, they obeyed you. They received it. The people in this day, Lord, you're telling them to ride the four horses, which is the four spirits. You told them to get the latter rain, which is the seven spirits. The former rain as well. The latter rain is even more authority with the seven spirits. And Lord, you told them to get your words. You told them that you're going to be judged at this time by your words. You told us in Hosea 6, 8, dear Lord, that our judgment comes like light. You tell us in Psalms 119, 130, that the entrance of the words of God is light. And this is the judgment day. And people were not looking just like they were not looking when you came the first time. When the Father said a great light has come into the world, they did not pay attention. You came to Saul on the road to Damascus as a great light. And he said, why are you stumbling against the goats? And anybody who knows the Bible should be able to look up Ecclesiastes twelve eleven, where it says, the words of the one shepherd, the one, the Messiah, Messiah. Words of the one shepherd are the goads. We should understand these simple things. And in Psalms 119, 160, you say the entirety of your words are truth. And then you say in Psalms 119, 142, 
that your truth is law. You tell us in Psalms 33 and 4 that all your works are done in truth. Tell us in Colossians 1.17 that through you, by your words, all the creation was made as it's also testified in John 1, 1 to 5. Lord, I pray that people begin to understand these things. But Lord, I would like to point out something to the people that might not understand completely. There are some very good people trying to make known the way of the laws of the world, the way the laws are running. Because Satan deceives the people and he uses words and he doesn't tell you what they mean. And he hides it from the people, which is the way of Satan. And they deceive the people and rob them continuously. And the judges, the lawyers, the politicians, the congressmen, the senators are all responsible because they know this truth and they hide it from the public because they know that if they tell it to the public, they will be harmed. And Lord, we pray that they will understand that this is the time where they not, should not fear death because you told them if they will believe in the voice of the Lord, which speaks the words of God and believe in the promises of the Father, that they will pass through these judgments and have eternal life. But if they reject this, they're going to receive the plagues that are come upon these evil ones as well as their sins because they're going to be punished for those sins. And Revelation 18, 1 to 4 tells us this. But the Lord reveals in chapter 4 of Revelation that the words were given. The scroll said words of God were written on the inside now. The people should understand. It's like the laws of Moses. The laws of Moses were written in the way of the words. The statutes and precepts explain ways of doing the words. The only reason they have these laws of Moses is because they rejected to hear the words from God. He wanted them. He asked them to cleanse themselves and get ready to receive the words. And they were scared and they trembled and they wanted to hear it from the from a leader. You know, give it to us to Moses. And that's kind of funny because a little bit later in their lifespan, as they're walking through the desert because of their choices, they come to Korah. And he loads up. The, I mean, they begin to understand the words and all these things. And now they don't want to hear it from the one shepherd. The only reason you use one shepherd is because it's symbolic of yourself. Because, Lord Jesus, you were sent into the world to make known the words. And what you wanted to do at that time, as you want to do at this time, is to get rid of all written law. Because written law is like it says in the Scriptures, the more writing there is, the more sin there is. Because they continuously try to find ways of deceiving the people with their words. And the people should know that we are judged by the words of God, which means we are judged by the words of Satan. See, in Revelation 12, 17, 15 to 17, it tells us that the judgment of this day is coming like a flood, just like it says in Daniel 9, 26. And what it's saying there, this flood is coming from the mouth of the great dragon, the devil. So he's twisting the words of God and getting the people to believe those things. And he, they've used this evil ways. Like now we have fiat money, which means there's nothing behind it. But we are led to believe there's a treasury. We believe there's a national government. We believe all these things, which are all lies. Because we're all one world order already. They're trying to get the people to accept that. But what they're trying to do is trying to deceive the people to stir it up so that they create this global war, which they're going to leave very few left alive. They, 
their goal is 30 million or less out of 7 billion. People have no idea the plans and evil of these people. And Lord, you say it very clearly in Matthew 24, 21 to 22 and Mark 13, 19 to 20. There is no hidden agenda there. But what they do is they've twisted these laws and they have worked on this for a long time. As you said in Ezekiel 36, 8, 6 and 8, I think it is, you tell them to prepare themselves for the appointed time when you're going to bring them forth. And the only reason they haven't come forth so far is because the people of you have not listened. They have not listened. And I'm going to explain this a little bit more tonight because part of the... Uh, of the judgment of the harvest is this war. He told it, I've explained it in Obadiah 1 1. You've told us, and you had me every year tell them, You were ready, you were ready, you're ready for this war. They were ready. They were ready. As soon as the people would respond, they were ready to come out to try to squelch it. And if you listen to Daniel 11 45, you'll see that they will not be able to do so. Because they cannot come forward until God releases them to come forward. And God will not release them so far until the appointed time. See, we could have changed that appointed time at any time. The Lord, from the time the words were open, and even before that, the words were never closed to us if we would have received it. But we never even sought it out. And yet, we stood by lawyers, judges, preachers, so many people, thousands upon thousands. Hundreds of thousands of people have known the Admiralty Law, Maritime Law, is based upon Black's Law, which is, dear Lord, they call it divine law. They separate the people, and they don't consider the people to be living people. They trick them into words and different documents that deceive them by these words so that they are held without ability to have knowledge. And therefore, they just follow the agenda because all they're really concerned about is the, the people try to get you to believe what they tell you, like the earth is flat and all these things that they've created. I mean, the earth is flat, but they say it's round and spinning and it's so fast the speed we'd all fall off. It's all false. They teach this in the schools. They took over the schools. They indoctrinated us with dumbness. And we've allowed it. We won't listen to the basic scriptures of the God which says he's up above us and that we can all look up and see him. Very simple. It's flat earth. Lord took me to the firmament. And believe me, I understand the problem why people don't believe it because they've been indoctrinated. I even went to astronauts' houses and I believed that what they told me, there's people on, you know, they, they had factories on Mars and so on. Now it's not on Mars. It's here in the earth. They're building things here on the earth. And, and telling us these things in Mars and that. There's no space trips and the whole thing of NASA is a falsehood. Because by that, they can control you. By that, they believe you. They're saying aliens are up there and so on. Impossibility. Because the only other creatures out there that are of evil and not of God are Satan's dominions. And from the time the words were opened on the earth, he was cast down to the earth according to Revelation 12. So there is no aliens out there. There's none going to come up out of the pit except the ones God brings for punishment to the people, the wicked ones. But they will not touch his people. And that's not now. This time of the sealed judgment is our choice. The sealed judgment is all about our choice. He opened the words. 
because he sent the bow and we have to choose which arrows. Do we choose the words of Satan, his arrows? It's like Cupid and all those that have their cute little arrows, which are words just deceiving us about even the meaning of love. We don't know what the meaning of love truly is. We don't live it. We think we do, but Jesus said, if you don't hear my words, you don't love me. If you can't even understand love and the meaning of the kingdom of God, which means you don't understand his words, you don't really know the meaning of love. Because we haven't felt that love of the kingdom of God because we are not entitled to it because we have not come out of the world, John 14, 15 to 17, so that we can receive the spirit of truth in us so that we can have a love of truth, which is the love of the kingdom. People have went to heaven and have experienced the feeling of what the people in paradise are, are experiencing there. The, 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 just the, the attitude, the heart, the, the hearing of the word and the, the fact that they're hearing words or speech coming from the rivers and the flowers and so on, but they don't understand. It's a language made of holy words. And you can speak these words in many different ways. It's just like the, the law of the land is, they've, they've made it like, you know, they've twisted the words. You think you understand what canon means, like a, Kurt and uh, these people are explaining all these things. But you have to understand, that's not God's language. That's not divine law. They say it is, but they are not of God. They're of the world. I held paperwork in my hands from Pope John Fall that was for the purpose of supporting the lady who's running the global genocide program for the Rothschilds. That is not a holy man. That is not a holy church. They have nothing holy about them. All you got to do is look at the Vatican. You know, Jonathan Kleck has been reviewing and revealing this. I have a friend that's watching it all the time. And they're seeing all the paganism and the occult that's in the Vatican. And I can tell you the Vatican does not run the world. They, they are servants of the Crown Trust, doing the evil work of controlling the children and lying to the people about their birth certificate and the rest of it and controlling all that work. They're being used by that so that you cannot see the real people behind it is the Crown Trust from London and not the Board of Twelve. They work for the Queen and Rothschild and the other uh, families. I was sat in a meeting where one of these families, the Vatican was coming to them to negotiate with the Crown Trust so that they don't have even the ability to tell the Crown Trust what to do. They get told. The Pope gets elected by the Crown Trust. He gets appointed by the Crown Trust, raised up by the Crown Trust. You can tell the, where this one came from. Came out of Argentina. What did he do down there? He was there when they bankrupted the countries. And I was in meetings with this in January 30, 2002, and even before. It went working with these people. They intentionally were bankrupting those people. The, the the people, the leaders of the nations were getting paid off. They were getting buildings in Florida and houses and millions and actually billions of dollars in their bank accounts to, just to cheat their people. How much do you think, they're, if they're doing that with Argentina, what do you think they've done with the McCains and the rest of these people? It'd be very interesting to know. But I know that they're working with DHS, and I know for a fact, because I sat in a meeting of DHS that President Bush assigned, and I, I was taken to, and they admitted that DHS is working for the Crown Trust. It doesn't work for our government. And they admitted that the, the, the Senate and the Congress lie to the people continuously because the decisions are already made before they ever bring them to the, to the floor on these bills. 
That's why they don't read them. They have no power to elect them or approve them. The Crown Trust appoints them. So these are things that I'm trying to tell you. These are the ways of law. Now, I like to point out God's law. God's law is not the divine law. It's not maritime law. It's not any of these. And the paperwork to get us out of it is nice. And it's awakening the people. But it's not going to overcome the crown trust. You can't overcome a, a people that's ready with the weapons, the, the diseases, the authority of all, and the backing of all the leaders of the nation secretly. They've all signed into the, to the, to the law of the sea treaty. China, Russia, and America are working as one to deceive the people into believing there's going to be a global war. No, it's an intentional war that they're all, they're all playing part in. They signed all this, and they've deceived the people. Read Daniel 7. You'll see that the, he took over three of the great kings. Those three are the big ones. And through them, they controlled the rest of the people, which is what exactly what has happened. The Crown Trust took over America, China, and Russia, and runs the world through them, and they all work as one. And they can't even move a million dollars of gold without the approval of the three nations under Rothschild, who runs, he's the king of the north. He controls the treasuries of gold and silver. The queen is owner. She's the Holy Roman Empress at this time. I've explained that too. Now, that system, that law system that they have is about to be destroyed by God. We will not have a law system in paper. God is going to cause the people to have the words of God written in their hearts like he tried to do back at, back at Mount Sinai, but they rejected it. The house of Israel rejected it. We better not reject it because he does it with the sword. And I felt that sword and at 1.31 in the morning on June 8, 1985. It went from the top of my head like a flat burning iron straight down throughout my body, out my fingertips, and out my feet. That is the sword of God. That's anointing sword of God that he's ready to give to the people. The second thing he wants to do in the sealed judgments is to provide a mighty sword. The sword is the word of God. He's given us the authority if we will receive it. In the bow, in the crown of the first sealed judgment, he's telling us there that the bow, if you go to Isaiah 49.2, he tells you that the, I think it's 49.2, he's telling you there that the, the Lord, is the shining shaft and the quiver of God. And what he's doing there, what he's saying in that, is that the Lord, his words, is that light, the entrance of the light. Jesus speaks the word. He's the one that makes known the word. Only he can give us authority to receive the spirit of truth. If you read Proverbs one twenty three, John 14, 15, 17, if we do this, he will send the helper to us. But only if we will ask for it. We cannot get something holy if we are not ready to receive what's holy and believe in the promises of God. He tells us if we will hear the voice of the Lord, in other words, discern what he's saying. He tells you in John eight forty three that you do not discern my speech because you cannot discern my words. If we will believe that there are words and if we see the world that these people are wake, waking the people up all over the world and they're making it known to them that the world is deceived by words, the words of the mouth of the dragon. Revelation twelve seventeen. And if they continue just going along with the world, they're going to be destroyed by those because Satan is allowed to attack them, Revelation twelve seventeen. Even though they understand the Ten Commandments and even though they believe in Jesus as their Savior, but they don't know how. 
they ignore and trample upon the spirit of grace, which was the blood price he paid so that we could enter the temple and ask the Father for knowledge of his words because Jesus paid the price. And Jesus said, whoever asks will receive. He'll allow it to go through to the Father. He will represent us to the Father and say, yes, they should have authority to hear the words. And we will learn those words line by line, precept upon precept, a little here and a little there, if we have the patience to do so. I explained, I think it was on November 20th or 15th, about the words of God, the 153. You can find it on the website. It was on the 15th. And I explained about the fish. I explained that Jesus showed the 153 fish, but he told them to take a few fish. Take some of those fish. Go feed my people. Not all of them. You can't learn God's words in a download. That's the law of God, Isaiah 28, 9 to 13. Now, if we will go to Deuteronomy 6, 4, 9, Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21, we'll learn something about what is law. And we need to understand this a little bit more clearly because I want to point out something before I close here and I want to get through this quickly here, is, is this. It says, Hear, O Israel. Now, Israel are the ones that have been zealous to get to the truth. That Jacob is Israel. You understand that Jacob was given the name Israel, the work of Israel, because of what he did. He was so zealous to get the knowledge of the kingdom and the way that God wanted the kingdom built. And, he, and God gave him a new name. He wasn't seeking a name. He was seeking a blessing. Because the blessing comes. Now, the blessing comes in a name. He changed his name like he did Abram. And what he did here is that he caused it because he, his name was Supplanter. But remember that his mother had told him from the beginning that the second one was going to rise up because the first one would take the inheritance lightly. And God says he's going to get rid of all the, of the Esau's. Obadiah tells us this. Esau is the Roman Empire. Edom is symbolic of the Roman Empire. They disregard the inheritance of the words of God and they twisted it for their own purposes and their own gain. And even after these people, like the, the people of Edom, when later on, they're brothers. I mean, they're, they're from brotherhood, Jacob and Esau. But they wouldn't even come to help Esau, they wouldn't, I mean, Jacob, the tribes of Jacob, they wouldn't even allow them to pass through their land. And when they got into war, they wouldn't come to help them. They, they ignored them all this time. They're not good brothers. And God says because of that, they're going to destroy them. Now, understand, the, the queen has been supposed to be in charge of religion. The pope was supposed to be in charge of religion. They're not supporting the works of God. Instead, the queen held that very occultic London uh, 2012 Olympic ceremony, which was celebrating and worshiping the occult right in front of the people all over the world. And the Pope, all you do is look at Vatican City and see the Iblis sticking up. And in London, all you got to do is go around and see the dragons. Whose mouth are they speaking? You would never put those signs if you had any belief in God. You'd be afraid. You would tremble as a king or a leader to put them on there. And they should tremble because their time of dominion is over. From the time the words were opened in 2003, their dominion was taken away. Revelation 18, 1-4, Isaiah 21, 1-12. They have no right of dominion. Anybody that follows are going to their destruction. They're going to persecution. They're going to perdition. They're going out into the pit. Anybody. Shepherds that are going and negotiating with them. Shepherds that are joining the emergency management team to help FEMA come against the people. 
those people who are doing this position are going to petition because they're working and serving the devil. They're working with those walking in fornication with the devil. So they have this promise of God that they're going to be destroyed with this beast kingdom because the beast kingdom is about to be destroyed. We're right in the time. The best I can understand, it's this winter. And you better remember that on the 11th of February is the day of the 15th of Shevet, which is the New Year of Trees. And on that day is the day that the authority is given to the tree. In other words, for his people to grow, nothing can stop him. His kingdom will not be defeated. Read Joel 1 to 11. Joel 2, 1 to 11. You'll see. They cannot be stopped. Because the Garden of Eden is before him. It's a promise. They got it. Joel 2, 3. Ezekiel 36, 35. It's a promise to those who are sealed by the word. Those who are sealed by the word are going to go into the likeness of the Garden of Eden. While these people are going to go into destruction. They're going into wilderness. He tells them he'll drive them so that their backs are to the western sea and their faces are to the eastern sea. They're going to see that we're living in the likeness of the Garden of Eden. All those who will believe God and let them be set apart by him. But those that are going to the west are going to see the destruction, the wilderness. And they're going to see that they're going to go to the pit. And they're going to have death come upon them. Death is the Caesarean plague. And he warns them if they, if they come against them at this time, he's going to put out their eyes. He's going to put out their tongues. And he's going to give them the Caesarean plague all over their bodies. And he's going to wither their limbs and their sexual organs. Understand limbs, sexual organs. All those are going to be withered. And their breasts, the people talk about cancer of the breasts. That's nothing compared to Cesaret. Because all the skin is eaten away and it's just red flesh, bloody mess, slimy mess continuously. But they can't die because death, you know, they're going to receive the punishment so that the people can see what God rules. And this is what's going to happen to the people that go into the pit. You know, they're going to be that. It's like the body of a worm that's continually diseased. But they cannot die forever there well the god's going to make them live here so that the people can see the shame of following these leaders and nobody's going to help them when they see this plague come upon these people they'll see what it means they're going to see it because it tells you in daniel 11 45 43 to 45 it tells you when the when the king of the north sees he, in other words he hears the news of the north in other words the people have turned they no longer they've discovered the fake laws the fake words and and the dishonesty of the system how we're not allowed to you know they're supposed to be paying our debts instead they put upon the people to pay all their debts everything they got is free no tax but they act like they pay tax they don't it's a deception to the people so that they can think these are leader helping them they're not helping you they're planning to kill you and so it goes on and he's he's telling us there that in that ink, they're going to get the news from the north, which is the world. Job 26, 7, the, the firmament, the walls of the firmament of the north. Everything in it is the north country. It's not Russia that he's talking about. He's talking about all the world. All the world she owns. She runs. Since the Law of the Sea Treaty was secretly signed in 2008, officially, and they'd had it in place years before that. But they got this one re-signed, and she owns all the seas and all the rivers that go into the sea. So all the nations are tied to her rivers, and they're just corporations that she owns because she controls the maritime law. They can't trade or barter within anything without her. And they also control all the gold and silver. That's what he says. The Lord tells you that very clearly in Daniel eleven forty three. 
Now, it says there that when he hears the news from the north world, when these people start turning, start increasing in knowledge. Remember, it says in Daniel 12, 4, when the words are open, knowledge shall increase. Now's the time for knowledge to increase. You should understand the truth and understand that you have a way out. Understand that you have the protection of God, not in the way you thought you did. You have a work to do. You have to overcome the beast. You have to overcome his mark. You have to come over his number and the image of his name. This has nothing to do with the Antichrist, which is coming later. Revelation 15 is showing you that this is now, not later. It's now. This is the harvest. Harvest is the sealed judgment. A seal is the choice of the crown that we take, the words that we take. And if you choose the words of the Lord, you're going to take the sword of the word of God. But those who do not will take the sword of the metal. And they're going to fight each other because God's going to turn them against each other. They're going to realize they've been cheated and they've been cheating each other. And they're going to realize that the leaders have been cheating them. So they're going to go after these leaders house to house. The mayors, the governors, the preachers, all these people are going to be chased after. Because they realize they were not taught the truth. We're not taught the way of the words of God. Read Ezekiel 38. That's what God is saying. It's going to be like the days of Jonathan. When they turned on each other, the armies turned against each other and they fought each other. Now, he says that he's going to hear the news from the north. That's that. And then he's going to hear the news of the east. And the east is the one that's really important because he's saying there that the east is the plague that's coming from God. It means that God has risen up and he's going to cause the plagues to come on some of these people and they'll see it. And it'll, it'll scare the people. They're going to realize what's happening. And the spirit of God is going to cause these people to tremble in their feet. You know, when the people heard the word at Mount Sinai, they panicked. They trembled. They hid because they were afraid because God is going to come with a thunder and a lightning and so forth. But don't worry about the thunder and lightning. It's not that that cause you afraid. It's just like the people that are going to stone the, stone the uh, woman caught in adultery. God affects your heart. The words of God will judge you, separate it down to the marrow of the bone and even into your soul. It separates. You'll know the truth. You're going to know you've been cheated. And that's what the Lord is going to do. He's going to cause these people to suddenly realize they've been cheated. Then they're going to recognize there were words. This is what he's talking about in Matthew 25, 1 to 13. You know, they go out and all of a sudden now they understand there are words and they come back and say, oh, give us some of your words. Give us some of your oil. And they say, nope, sorry, too late. We got to keep what's for us because we can't give it to people that God doesn't give it to. They don't have authority to give you the oil. We've tried to give you the knowledge. We've tried to call you before it was cut off because there's a famine of the word coming and we can't do anything about it. Amos 8, 1 to 4. Excuse me, 11 to 14. And in John 9, 4, 5. When that occurs, there's nothing we can do. Revelation 6, 5 to 6. There's a famine coming. Other words. And without the words, you can't bring forth the harvest. You've got to pay for it. But see, the famine can't touch those with the oil and the wine. Oil is knowledge and wine is the eternal plan of God, the seal of God. Now, back in this law, it tells you in Deuteronomy 6, 4, 9, I want to point out one thing about it because tonight we don't have time to talk about all of these things. But I want to point one thing. It says, you shall bind them. He's talking about the words of God. The, the, he was in here, he's talking about these words, which I command you this day, shall be upon your heart. See, when he's given you the knowledge of the laws, the precepts and so forth, they're defining the way of the words. They're a language speaking about the words that are set apart and made holy. You, you know, you see Elijah, Elisha, taking a bowl, a clean bowl of salt and pouring it into the source of the water and it turns sweet. 
Salt shouldn't make it turn sweet. What was it? The bowl is symbolic of the judgment of God. It's what the food we desire to eat. So they were being judged by what the works they'd done. And they were desiring more of God. They wanted to eat the food of the kingdom, these leaders of that city of Jericho at that time. So therefore, they were found sweet. And that was what it was. The salt is the promise of God, symbolic of the promise, the covenant promise. So it's saying here, and you shall bind them as a sign upon your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. Now, I only wanted to get this verse, this frontlets between your, before your eyes. Jesus says in, in Revelation 1, he's telling you that he's looking through the seven menorahs constantly. The lampstands. He's always looking through the way of the seven spirits because the seven spirits are fire of the word that puts the word of instruction into the bread. And what the Lord is saying, he's always, we should have these words always before us like a fire. And everything we look at, we should desire to understand what is that in the way of the kingdom of heaven? What is the words of God that that is saying? What is the way of God that that is saying? What promises do these unlock? We don't do that. We're looking, we don't even look at the law. We just know there is a law of the world and we accept that they are in charge of it and they're doing these things. But God is trying to say, I want you to be a king and a priest before me. A priest teaches the words, a king owns land. A king has dominion that God gives him because we are under the king of kings and the Lord of lords, God of gods. And he has all copyright and the Lord Jesus Christ will give us what is meant for us. He'll explain it to us. He'll make it known to us for he is the one building the kingdom to present to the father. If you read Revelation 22, he does that. So we have to get these words before our eyes constantly. Now, let me jump from that. Just think about that. And if you go to Deuteronomy 6, 4, 9, Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21, you see how this is. And understand what he's saying. If you will do all these things, like in Deuteronomy 11, 18 to 21, he says, uh, or 2021, it says, and you shall write them on the doorpost of your house and your gates, that your days and the days of your children may be multiplied in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give them. See, the Lord is going to give all of us land. He's taking it all back. The, the crown trust does not own it anymore. The queen doesn't have any dominion right. She says by birth. No, your birthright is taken away from the beginning of the day of the Lord because of your sins that you've done and the occult works that you've done. And you've just, instead of turning and repenting, you have multiplied your sins and multiplied your punishments. And you've multiplied the taking away of your property and all your gold and wealth and status and so forth. You're going to be lowered to the lowest of low because of your position, queen and Rothschild. You say that you don't report to God. Yeah, you do. You don't have any right to anything. All the things that you possess at this time is God's now. He took it over. You're just using it for a little while while the people have allowed you to continue with your, your lies and deceit. But it's about to be turned over to God this winter. And you don't have a choice in this. God has already ruled against you. He ruled that when he cast the devil down to the earth and he gave the seal to the Lord and told us in Revelation 18, 1 to 4, from the moment the word is sent out, Revelation 18, 1, when the light is shown in the world, which is the knowledge of the words being given because the entrance of his words gives that light he's talking about in Revelation 18, 1. And since 2003, they've been made known. And when that happened, it says that Babylon has fallen. And Babylon is this Roman kingdom at this time. He's going to take away the beast kingdom. And he's telling us that none of these people that are ruling at this time will live through this. He's going to kill them all. 
He's going to punish them, but they will end up dead. Then it'll be of those kingdoms, kings will arise, but not them. Their time is over. That's why it says they were mortally wounded. But it's going to come back. In other words, the thought processes and things they do after the Lord takes up his people, they'll come back with that same process for 42 months. And then they'll be destroyed. Because they're going to rule, the ten kings are going to rule at the same time as the Antichrist. Because they're going to turn their, their crowns over to the Antichrist and join him because they, they know that they have a short time to overcome the devil. That's why the Lord is telling them at the end, you know, the devil has a short time now in this hour of trial, but he also has a short time, which is 42 months, with the um, ten kings and the, and the Antichrist, the sixth and seventh beast kingdoms. See, the people of the sixth beast kingdoms are living right now. They're going to be, many of them are going to be punished, but they don't have dominion. They think they have dominion. They don't have dominion. These people that are ruling of the world right now, the one world order and all this stuff is coming to their destruction by their choices. They chose the crown of the devil, which is already defeated and headed to perdition because he's already lost his kingdom in the second heaven. He's been cast down to the earth. He's not below the earth. I mean, he might be in their tunnels and the rest of it, but he's walking the earth. All his people from the second heaven have been cast down here. If you read Revelation 12, you can see that. From the time that the kingdom came, which the kingdom is the words, which is the light. From that time, he's been walking down here on earth. Best of my understanding, that is what that's very clearly saying. Because he's on the earth for a time of times and a half time, which is the full measure of the day of the Lord. A time is seven years, times is 14 years, and a half time is 42 months. So you can see this is what, what's going on there. Now, we need to understand that these words are law. They're not just something simple. Jesus said, we, first off, we can understand that the divine law of the Catholic, the Vatican and all that is baloney. Because the Lord says their words and their thoughts are not his thoughts. So his way of law is different than theirs. And his way of law is going to be written in your heart. He's going to talk to each of us individually. And he's going to take a sword and he's going to cut away all the darkness of all those who will come out and get his words. They will have love they've never felt before. They're going to love their fellow man. They're going to love their families. They're going to love all the people. They're going to wish and hope, and which is what we need to be right now. We need to be like it is in the kingdom and like it is in the kingdom is we should want all people to be saved at this time. Not any of them to be lost because God made them all. Now, let me go to, uh, we see this in Revelation 14. I've been talking to you about the tribes being set apart. And in Revelation 14, I'm just going to read this tonight. We'll go in this tomorrow night. It says there, then I saw, verse 6, it says, then I saw another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting good news. Am I doing this? Uh, I want to tell you this other one. Yeah, that's the one. Um, this Hold on a minute. I want to see what I'm looking at here. I'm, I'm very sorry. I think I've lost my place here. I'm missing some scripture here real quickly. Uh, Revelation. Just a minute. Okay, I'm sorry. I had copied some notes and I, I um, deleted this part. <laughs> uh, Revelation 14, 1 to 5 is talking to us there. And he's telling us that these 144,000 are with the Lord. Now, please understand, these 144,000 are sealed. And they're going to be always with the Lord. What he's saying is they're the ones that he's talking about in Joel 
uh, two um, verses one to eleven. Joel two verses one to eleven. <clears throat> And he said, these sang as if it were a new song before the throne, before the living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. See, redeemed, we are of the earth. And what the Lord is saying is they're redeemed, meaning they're set apart. And these, the Lord is saying that he's going to have them come forward with him because they, wherever he goes, they're with them. But what are they going to do? And see, he says that another angel flying in the midst of heaven, having the everlasting good news to preach to those who dwell on the earth, to every nation, tribe, tongue, and people, saying with a loud verse, Fear God and give glory to him, for the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. For the hour of judgment has come. We've been talking about this. I wrote books about it. I've explained the 42 months this time now. And in it's using this verse, uh, the word hour, the Greek word for hour, it's saying there in this book, what, what the meaning of that word is, it's, it's in a set time. It's an appointed time. In other words, we've passed up all the time that we could have interceded. We could have got God to intercede. Now he's going to move because we've reached the set time. We are in the hour. We've, we're in the last five months of this hour, the best I can understand it, of the night. And he has to seal his people in the night. It's a law of God that he seals the instruction in his people in the night. And we're in the last five months of the night of the day of the Lord. And it's critical that people understand that they must receive the words of God if they want to overcome the world. And these words are different than the words that, you know, I'm glad that people are making known the fact that there's words that have been deceiving us and that all this paperwork is trickery. And even the attorney generals are seeing this. I pray that the attorney generals, I pray that the people, uh, uh, the records keepers and all of them will realize the great sin that they have done to the people and how evil it is to God and the punishment that's about to be wrecked upon them. Many of these people probably think that the, their family that were participating in this, the workers that participated in it with them before them are in heaven. I don't believe that they're there. Maybe they didn't know what they were doing and they did this and they did other good things that God saw. But from the way of the, what they're doing, the abominational work that they're doing of deceiving the mothers and the fathers to block God's generational plan means that they're likely in the pit and likely receiving their punishment 24-7. People need to understand this is coming, but there's going to be a worse thing. They're going to receive punishments here on earth before they die because God is going to bring his plagues on as an example to the people of what the plagues are like in the prisons of God. So that they can see the evil. He's trying to get them to turn. God is, it's, it's like he, he's going to give them this punishment like he did Nebuchadnezzar and so on, so that they might learn to turn. Like the 10 men healed with the leprosy and one came back and praised God and he continued to be healed. The others were destroyed, basically. It'll come back on them seven times full because they didn't, they didn't honor God. And see, this is what's going to happen at this time. People are going to be struck with these plagues if they do not come out before the plagues. If you come out before the separation judgment, you will not receive these sins. He's telling you that very clearly in Revelation 18, 3 and 4 and other verses. I've pointed out so many, Joel 2, 12 to 20 and so on, and Joel 2, 32. It's critical. Um, Malachi 4, 2, so on. But God is saying that he's going to use these people. They're going to go forward. And they're going to testify all over the world. See, God is wanting to save the people. It's the harvest time. 
you know, reaping, the word reaping in the, in the Greek that's in these texts that he uses here, reaping the harvest, that is a set and appointed time. It's a fixed time of harvest. We are in the harvest time right now. It's late in the harvest. God's not going to pass by anymore. I don't believe. The summer fig harvest, he said he won't pass by anymore. And he said those who did not harvest the food in the summertime will not eat. In the fall, they'll have no words. Turn quickly and get a piece of the harvest. Turn and get some words in you that overcome the world that will never end. His words are law. And these these laws can't be broken. They're, they're laws that are forever. You know, God has laws that are just fantastic. He tells you, Matthew 24, 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will no, by no means pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will no means pass away. Mark 13, 31, Matthew, I mean, Luke 21, 33. Isaiah 55, 11 says, so shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. The Lord has already told us the devil's got his words flooding the world right now with these people, these leaders. They're so evil. They've twisted everything for evil purposes. And then they mock it when, when you come out of, the, out of their world, other words, out of the deceit world, if you figure out the system and you come out of it, they greet you like you've entered into the, king, the divine kingdom, like you're one of us now. <laughs> No, the people are totally, the world are deceived. All the people of the world are like dead people walking. There's a few that do get the understanding of the system. They come out of it and they're treated like, oh, you're in a divine law now. No, you're not. That system is under the Masonic order, which is of the devil, and it's going to perdition. It is, you know, it's a temporary thing that they can say, oh, you're in divine now. Their divinity, their divinity is headed by the devil. You're, you've entered their divinity. You're trying to get out of this system and get into their divinity. We need to get out of this system and come into the the real, true divine entity, which is what explained to us in Daniel 9.24, which is sealed by the words of God. The hope of eternal life is given to us, Ephesians 1.13-14, by the word of truth. The word of truth is the words of God, John 17.17. 17. So we need to understand that. And we're coming to that time right now where it's so important. But what I wanted to point out, is remember what it said in Obadiah one eighteen? It tells you that in, um, I think it's Joel 2. I can't remember which one it is right now. Joel 2, um, the scripture that says it. It's either Joel 2, 3, I believe it is, or 5 or 7 maybe. Anyway, it's in that section, Joel 2, 1 to 11. It tells you there that a flame, a fire goes forth and a flame. And in Obadiah 1, 18 explains to you the fire is Jacob, the house of Jacob, and the flame is the house of Joseph. See, the house of Jacob is all the tribes, all the people, all those who keep his way of zealously seeking the kingdom by the blessings that God gave the tribe to do. Jacob was zealous for the blessing that God gave him. Not only did he want the first blessing he got from God through Isaac, he wanted a second blessing because he knew he needed that to overcome the world. And so he got that second blessing, and we need to do this now. You know, God will give us a new name. And yes, with the world system, they've destroyed our name. But understand, we have a name God gave us from the beginning of creation. It has that blessing. They can't take that away if we claim it again. And that name we should want. That's the name he gave us then. If we want a double blessing to do more work zealously for the kingdom, then we'll get another name. 
But we need to recover the name that we had from the beginning of the creation that God will make known to us if we ask him. And then he will give us another name if he desires. He will give you a new name if you've done the work of the kingdom as he tells you in the way of the seven churches. But don't seek that unless you've sought the first name first. We've got to restore the generational plan of God. We've got to understand what our name is. We've got to understand the work that we're given to do for the kingdom. And we've got to understand the works that we want to do. These works of the 12 tribes, we want to be grafted in. We want to learn all of those because he says the house of Jacob. He's not limiting us to one of those blessings. He's, he's telling us to seek out the knowledge, grab as much as you can to help build the kingdom. Do not become zealous to take others. Anointings, you can't do that. You can't take away. Korah learned this lesson in the 250 with him and the other men with him. They understood this. And, you know, Korah's children weren't destroyed because at the end it tells us that some of them were left because they turned from their father. They understood that to follow God's plan and not his. And we see this in the book of Psalms because some of them write phenomenal Psalms that only are written with the words of knowledge and the way of God. Okay, my point on this, if you read um, Revelation 14, the 144,000, they are going to be part of this. That's what that flame, the fire, the house of um, Jacob and the house of Joseph. See, Joseph was uh, zealous to recover what belongs to God which is what it says in 18, uh, Revelation 18, that they're going to pay back double for what they've done and double for what they're going to do. But first get the house of Jacob. Be of the tribe that brings forth the kingdom. And then God will use us to do the other work. But if we aren't first trying to restore the people and understand that the wonderful thing about Revelation 14 is that he's not going out just to Christians. He's not going out just to Jews. Lord is very clear there that what he's going out for is all of his people. All the people. He says, every nation, tribe, tongue, and people. All those who dwell on the earth. He's trying to save them all. That's why he says in Joel 2.32 that he wants all of them, everybody that would call upon his name, will be saved and delivered at this time. Racha will not be able to control them. The queen will not be able to own them. If they will turn now and receive the law of the words of God, which are truth, which are unbreakable, which will last forever and come out from that because we're going to be judged by the words of God that Jesus will send into the world to speak. John twelve forty eight. If we don't believe that, then we don't believe God. And we just like he said, we don't love him and we don't love the Father. John fourteen twenty three to 24. Okay, I've said enough for tonight. I, I appreciate your time. Appreciate your patience with me. And Lord, I pray that you will cause the people to understand your scriptures and your desire and your will for them at this time. Not my words be done, Lord, but let these words of your scriptures be discerned by them for truth. We ask this in thy precious name. Amen. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.